Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, we're hooking it up live today on the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. Yes, the man was correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez, the reigning, defending, undisputed, Heavyweight champion on the radio is better than three decades on the air. And guess what? Today we're going to talk about the Lomachenko fight. Of course, the Sil Lomachenko. People are bellowing. This is the best fighter pound for pound in the world. Come on. Guys lost one fight. But the bottom line is he does look good. But perfect? No. Got knocked down last Saturday night against Jorge Linares. Of course, I'm talking about the two-time Olympic champion. Two-time world champion as an amateur as well. He is a real deal. No doubt about it. But the best fighter pound for pound. We'll talk about that in depth. Tonight... Showtime Championship Boxing Cody live, of course, with Floyd Mayweather in the center. I'm talking about the promoter extraordinaire Floyd Mayweather Jr., Donna Stevenson, and Bo Jack vying for a version of the light heavyweight title, the WBC version. So that'll be coming to you from Toronto, Canada, live on Showtime. And, of course, YouTube's going to go with a card as well. That's right. YouTube's got a card today with Lee Selby versus Josh Warrington for the IBF featherweight title at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time. That's right. YouTube doing live boxing. I kid you not. Speaking of live, I've got open phone lines all around the planet. You want to join me, you can. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The toll-free listening line, the text line, the no commitment. That's right, no commitment text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Once again, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We're just getting things started on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That's how the Mexicans is Everybody keep booing me and They want rice and chicken. I want some motherfuckers that want some conies around me. The great Adrian Broner, folks. Great, not in the world of uh, boxing, per se. A good fighter, no doubt about that. But, man, I like his little jive ghetto attitude. I think it's missing. I really do. I think there's got to be a certain element of that in combat sports, whether it's in MMA or boxing. I mean, you need guys with distinctive attitudes and personalities. That's what makes things different. If they were all the same, you know, it'd be like, you know, just watch it A and B. Which one are you going to pick, A or B? But the bottom line is, personality is Adrian Broner's middle name. Dedicated? Uh, not so much. Of course, that last fight in the best shape probably 
in a long, long time regarding his career, but not in stellar, stellar condition because if he was, he would have won that fight down the stretch going away against Jesse Vargas. I'm talking about Jesse Vargas, of course, and Adrian Broner hooking it up for 12 rounds in a welterweight battle. I think it was the weight was set like at 144 or something like that, sort of catch weight in between Welter and Junior Welter at 140. But Broner, the chubby guy that he is, he just can't, just can't do it all. He just can't. He can't climb the mountain. I just can't. You know, he can get like three quarters of the way up, but he just can't do it all. And the reason why he can't do it all is he won't commit himself physically. And if you won't commit yourself physically, you can't get yourself in the right mental attitude. The late, great Alexis Arguello told me that, and it proved true to me during my boxing career. When I was together physically, when I was in the best shape physically in my life, I mean running hills and swimming and sparring three times a week and the whole nine yards, okay, I knew nobody could beat me just about. I mean, I felt unbeatable. You have to feel that way. You have to feel invincible. You have to. It has to be part of you. I mean, losing is like, no, 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 no. That's not even part of the not, not even part of the equation. Got to move that right on out. Anyway, you are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The Saturday night edition, of course, of Showtime Championship Boxing. Donna Stevenson, the WBC 175-pound title holder, almost older than dirt now. I think he's close to 40, taking on Badu Jack. Badu is not much, but he talks a good game. So you've got two guys talking a lot of smack there. And the co-feature, one of Al Heyman's, uh, I guess Al's trying to keep this guy around. I'm not a big fan of Gary Russell, Gary Russell Jr. I'm not. I mean, people say he's smooth, he's this, he's that. You know, he's the guy that Al Heyman fell in love with, and that's that. Anyway, second on Jojo Diaz, that's for the WBC 126-pound uh, title. So that is the boxing this week. Now, last week, Vilso Lomachenko, 10-1 now, 11-1 now, of course, considered the Best fighter, pound for pound in the minds of his promoter, certainly. I'm talking about Mr. Bob Arum, the Hall of Famer himself. But, you know, um, the, he, yeah, he's evolved since he lost in the second pro, pro fight, a 12-rounder to Orlando Salido. He's definitely he's evolved. He's come to a, another world. He's on another plateau. I mean, he's just not the same fart he was back then. He got mugged in an over-the-weight fight. He got conned into an over-the-weight fight when Salido didn't make the weight to begin with. And then he went out and put on a whole lot of weight. Salito knew what he was doing. Salito was looking to muscle this guy around to beat up this young rookie in his second professional fight, trying to go 12 rounds because he was a former Olympic champion. Okay, anyway, bottom line is he lost a split decision. I'm talking about the Lomachenko. So that was his lone loss. Of course, he's come back. He's looked spectacular in a lot of fights since then. But this was one fight against Jorge Linares. He didn't look so spectacular. And why is that? Because he got knocked down in the sixth round. And when you get knocked down in the sixth round, if you're Jorge Linares, you're, you're pulling off the upset of the century. I mean, right in front of you, man, baby, this isn't supposed to be going this way. This is not the, this is not the way the script was written. Whether it was Oscar De La Hoya, who was, uh, who was Linares' promoter and wanted him to win, and, and, and whether you're Lomachenko and Aaron's promoter, the way it was written, Aaron's people wrote the script, okay? Lomachenko was supposed to win, and guess what? Oscar sort of sided with that. Oscar realized, you know what? I'm bringing my guy here for a good payday. You know, he'll get some television time. Hopefully, he won't get hurt. That's the way you sort of look at things when you're a promoter because your guy ain't going to win. He's got no chance. Take that back. Like Don King says, he's got two chances, slim and none, and slim just left town, okay? So, Linares has got basically no chance. So, what does he do? He knocks his guy down and then doesn't go for it. There's all this blood in the water, <clears throat> Okay, and this isn't like Anderson Silva being 38 or 39 years old when he, when he uh, knocked down Cormier a couple years ago or hurt Cormier a couple years ago in, the, in that non-title light heavyweight bout. No, no, I'm not talking about that. This guy was prepared. Jorge Linares was prepared. I mean, a veteran of 40 fights, 30 something, I think he's almost got 30 knockouts, so he should have went for it, and he didn't go for it. And the difference between a good fighter and a great fighter is the ability to gamble, the ability to throw it down, the ability to get it done. Okay, and my friend Jorge Linares, 
did not get it done. Lomachenko, eh, you know, he showed he's human. Plus, he showed he's like uh, size, size, how can I put this? Size compromise. What I mean by that is, yeah, he's still bigger than just about everybody at 135, but at 140, it ain't going to be that way. And at 147, it certainly ain't going to be that way. I told you, the biggest jump in boxing, maybe because I had to make it, but from 139 or junior welterweight to 147, it's just like a mega jump. The athletes are just so much bigger. Once you get guys down you know, down in weight to like 4 or 5% body fat and you got no water in them and this kind of stuff, I mean, God, you get guys at you know junior welterweight, they could be 6'1", 6'1 6'2", I kid you not. Not the uh, the the built, not like the most muscle bound guys in the world. But man, they can crack much like Tommy the Hitman Hearns did. Of course, Hearns, remember Hearns, the Hitman, Detroit, Michigan. Of course, Emmanuel Stewart piloted him, discovered him in the amateurs. Well, not really amateur. Uh, Emmanuel took him through the amateurs, and he beat some good guys in the amateurs. But he also lost to Aaron Pryor. I think Aaron Pryor beat both Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns. If, if, I, if that serves me correctly, off the top of my head, as an amateur. Of course, neither of those guys wanted to have any part of the Hawk. The Hawk, baby. Aaron the Hawk Power, you know, I can't tell you all the stories about Aaron the Hawk Power. I can't, I just can't, just can't tell you because you know some of them are like taboo and, and things like that. You know, so we we had we had adult fun. We had a lot of adult fun together. I just put it, leave it to you like that. But Aaron Pryor, my rest, God rest his soul. Of course, his wife Frankie Pryor, and I'll never forget what Aaron told me. He was inducted into the World Boxing Hall of Fame. I guess it was about ten years ago. He leans across the table and he says to me, "Hey Pedro, I said, yeah." He goes, "You know, I wouldn't be alive without her." Huh? He goes, yeah, man. He goes, I'd be dead a long time ago. He goes, she rescued me. She saved me. And she was like walking to the table this night. And I just smiled in this night. But I told her. I told her exactly what he said after after he passed. I mean, you know, he was he was true to her. And God, God, she was true to him. No doubt about that. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. So YouTube, getting into boxing? What do you think about that? I mean, come on. I mean, sort of cool. I mean, YouTube, of course, in San Bruno, California, I drive by the headquarters probably about once or twice a week, and there was never any security out there until they had that shooting a few weeks ago. Now you see a few guys on the steps, not looking like military guys, but definitely it is a high-tech joint, and they are filling that place up with security, no doubt about it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Cut, man, live worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA, live on the Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio Network. Of course, open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Guilfrey No Commitment Text Line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you are age 85 or younger, 
Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 800 That's 800-223-0992 Thank you, Pedro. You want to run tomorrow? I'll be right. You gonna run tomorrow morning? Yeah, five thirty. I'm leaving tomorrow at ten. I'll run with you tomorrow morning. Okay, babe. Okay. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all time next to me. You have not done road work until you've ran with Ray Charles Leonard. Turned sixty-two years old, May the seventeenth. Of course, May seventeenth, nineteen fifty-six. Birthday. Baltimore, Maryland, Palmer Park, Maryland, call it what you want. The bottom line is, man, Ray Charles and, of course, exploded on the scene in 1976, winning the Olympic gold medal. Of course, being the guy on the team that that garnered the most flash, but the MVP on the team that year was the unheralded, the man that never won a world title for a gold medal. I mean, it was a bit of a surprise. 
talking about Howard Davis, but Ray Charles Leonard, man, that was a night. Of course, winning that gold medal, Howard Cosell doing the interview, him having a picture of Juanita, then his girlfriend, soon to be his first wife and the father of his first child, Ray Jr., a uh, picture of her in his sock down in his boot and this and that. So I can sort of relate to that. I had a Muhammad Ali interview, interview autographed in, in my sock when um, I fought in the Western Olympic trials in 1984. Lost the decision, but I had Ali. Just, just something fighters do, little lucky things. Anyway, Ray Charles Leonard. Turned pro, 1977. Wow, it was February. Of course, Luis the Bull Vega, they didn't, <laughs> the Bull because he wasn't much. Anyway, didn't have a great record, but Ray took care of him, went six rounds in his first pro fight. Of course, then he went six rounds in another pro fight against Willie Rodriguez. Willie was a 10-1 fighter. But then he went on a bit of a roll, started knocking people out. Ray Leonard was learning things. I mean, he was learning how to fight, no doubt about it. But the first test for him, in my mind, of course, was Dick Eklund. I'm talking about the brother of Mickey Ward. Man, you know, Dick, Dick could fight a little bit. He was 11-3 and three at the time, and, you know, Ray took him 10 rounds and beat him 10 rounds on the scoreboards across the board, like, you know, a shutout plus an extra point. I kid you not. Ray Leonard was a fantastic fighter, but he was down three times. Uh, Eklund was down three times in that fighter, and Eklund was a decent fighter, but Ray Leonard was a fantastic fighter who had Eklund down three times in that fight. Next up, 1978, Ray still unbeaten, takes on 15-1. and one. Floyd Mayweather. That's right. Floyd Mayweather Sr. Before the crack edition, before the crack sales, before going to jail, that kind of crazy stuff. Of course, then after that, Ray takes on a guy that, man, we're sort of concerned with because this guy can fight. Randy Shields was considered like the uncrowned champion. He beat like uh, Pepino Cuevas, I think, and somebody else. Anyway, he was considered an upper echelon welterweight, no doubt about it. Came in with a record with 31-4. and four. Ray fought him at 143. They got him coming in a, basically a... Uh, a catchweight type of fight, although Ray weighed 147. Anyway, the bottom line is it was a good fight. It went 10 rounds at Civic Center in Baltimore, and Ray Leonard won going away. The scores were 49-43, 47-44, and 48-45, of course, on the five-point must system, no doubt about that. It was a little weird. Uh, they had two referees in that fight. If, you remember, if I remember it the right way, there were two referees. I think that back, yeah, there were two referees, and that was a little bit weird in that fight. Something happened. I can't remember exactly what happened, but something was going on that night, no doubt about it. Of course, Armando Muniz, a guy that I see on Facebook once in a while, Ray Leonard takes him on, gets him, stops him in six rounds in 1978. Armando coming in at 44 and 13. Imagine that, a kid in his 10th, 12th fight beating guys like this and beating them handily. Then there's Fernando, Fernando Marquette, Daniel Aldo Gonzalez, 52 and 2, decent record. Adolfo Viruet, consider much uh, a bit of a test. Of course, one of the Viruet brothers, um, for the, I mean, he could fight. But, you know, no match for Ray Leonard, no 10 rounds, Ray Leonard wins away. Then they think this is a fight where Ray hurt his eye. And I don't think this is the fight where Ray suffered the detached retina. 1979, Marcos Geraldo, Ray takes his first test at middleweight. And he comes in as a, a junior middleweight, about 153. Geraldo, the middleweight, of course, from I think Mexico or Argentina, South, South America, somewhere like that. 49 and 14, a journeyman, no doubt about it. But he was rough, and he could mug you, and he, he could beat you up, rough you up inside this and that. But he gave Ray a bit of a test. I think Ray still won and going away 7 to 2 on most of the cars, 7-2-1 or 6-3 as far as these scorecards were concerned. Now, after that, he took on Cheverini. He went to uh, Las Vegas for Caesars Palace, Pete Ranzani, Andy the Hawk Price. Get this. He fights Andy the Hawk Price. I think this is ABC television primetime, like on a Thursday or a Friday night, something like that. Anyway, coming to you live from Vegas, of course. Man, Howard Cosell calling the fight at Caesars Palace. The Sports Pavilion, the greatest arena in the history of boxing. No doubt about it, hands down, baby. It held about 3,500 people, and every seat in the place was like a ringside seat. I kid you, it was a beautiful arena. God, it was just an aluminum building, but man, there were so many historic fights in there. Anyway, Andy the Hawk Price, managed by Marvin Gaye. 
the late Marvin Gaye. That's right. What's going on? Marvin was singing What's Going On that night. Didn't do the national anthem. Probably wish he probably should have because the bottom line is Andy Price lasted less than a round. Got knocked out of the first round. I mean, Ray ran across the ring and boop, 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 lit him up, man. Two minutes and 52 seconds. Referee Harold Krauss stopped it. I mean, holy cow. Ray was on the scene, man. He had beaten a world-class fighter. Some people considered Andy Price to get another with the uncrowned champions. Next fight for the title, 1979. I'm talking about Wilfredo Benitez. One of my sparring partners. Ah! Well, it wasn't one of my sparring partners when, when he was old here in San Francisco. My trainer, uh, Chris Gomez, said, go get him. And I went and got him. And, you know, I'm going to say I got him good. For two rounds, I lit him up like a White House Christmas tree. We were supposed to go three, but they had enough. They had enough, especially from the southpaw stance. You could hit him just about any left cross going down the middle because he fought square at that point in time. And he laid against the ropes to talk about Wilfredo Benitez. But here, 1979, He's unbeaten. He's 38-0 with a draw, of course, the junior, youngest junior, uh, youngest welterweight champion, or youngest champion, I think, in history at the age of 17, winning the junior welterweight championship. But the story of Wolf Benitez is a tragic one because he was sparring with guys like the aforementioned Adolfo Viruet and people like that, you know, when he was 12 or 13 years old. Now, he was giving those guys hell, and sometimes he was beating those guys. But you can't have guys getting beat on at the age of 12 or 13 years old by world-class fighters. The residual effects, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna come out. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. Papa Gregorio Benitez, he was an idiot. That was, his, that was Benitez's father. Okay? Just a buffoon, man, a stone-cold buffoon. I mean, yeah, this kid was beating up world-class fighters, but you're paying a price for it. And you're paying a price for it in the gym? He's having all these gym wars and gleasons, having all these gym wars and establishing his rep at the age of 12 or 13? And getting punished in return. So it wasn't a good it wasn't a good return, no doubt about it. Anyway, Wilfred Benitez gets stopped in the 15th round. Carlos Padilla, I'll never forget this. Herbie Lambeck, Herbie Hoops Lambeck, the former odds maker at Leroy Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada, had 10 large, 10 large, uh, 10 grand, that, that the fight was going to go the 15-round distance, right? So in the 15th round, the fight gets stopped two minutes and 54 seconds into the 15th round. Ah, I kid you not. Referee Carlos Padilla stops the fight with Benitez against Robes. Uh, and from that point forward, and they both lived in Las Vegas at the time, Herbie Lambeck hated Carlos Padilla. We were at a restaurant one time, and I saw Carlos Padilla come in, and I seen Herbie's face all tighten up. I mean, Herbie was, man, Herbie, Herbie was hot about that. Herbie never forgave Carlos Padilla. Of course, Carlos Padilla, the Filipino-born referee, that referee both the Thrill and Manila, and, of course, the great, great fight. I'm talking about Duran and Leonard, and that was going down, of course, in uh the, thrall, the brawl in Montreal, June 20th. We'll get to that, 1980. Of course, the biggest, I thought the most spectacular knockout of, of Leonard's career, I think, came in 1980 after winning the title in 79, October, November of 79. He comes back in March and takes on a guy by the name of Davey Boy Green, 33-2 and two at the time. Pretty good fighter, bit of a catcher, a little bit slow. You know those English guys, a bit slow. You know, I mean, they'll take five to throw one, that kind of good stuff. Not a good ratio when you're fighting a guy like Ray Charles Leonard. I mean, he is the pedigree, no doubt about it. Anyway, Davey Boy Green gets lit up in the fourth round. Ray unloads a combination that you have, you've got to go see it on YouTube. If you're a boxing fan, it's like, yikes, man. You talk about separating somebody from their senses real quick, like instantly, and like boom, 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 in a three-punch combination. That's probably the best three-punch combination that uh, Ray Charles Leonard ever threw in his entire life, knocking out Davey Boy Green in the fourth round. The time was two minutes and 25 seconds. Great, 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 great exhibition of Boxing skill, of course, winning all three rounds before knocking him out. But the finish, man, that was one of the most spectacular finishes of all time. So it takes us to June 1980, June 20th to be exact. The brawl in Montreal. I'm talking about 
Olympic Stadium, baby, where Ray Leonard, of course, won the Olympic gold medal four years prior. But yet, when he comes to Montreal, he's not the favorite. The Canadians don't like him. They're booing him. Roberto Duran, they're loving Roberto Duran. Of course, Roberto Duran at the time, 71 and 1, 60 something knockouts, former lightweight champion. Of course, skipped the junior world division. He goes to the guy at 140 at the time. Uh, Antonio Cervantes from Colombia, the WBA title holder, would no way in the world fight Roberto Duran. So Roberto said, listen, I'm just going to go to 147. He went to 147, ended up with this title fight against Sugar Ray Leonard. It was on pay-per-view of that era, which I mean is closed-circuit television. You had to go like to a gym or to a, a bar or somewhere like that or a, a coliseum or an auditorium or something like that. It was closed-circuit television. It wasn't pay-per-view at home. This was, our, this was our pay-per-view back 25, 30 years ago. I kid you not. Anyway, so Roberto Duran and Ray Leonard hook up, and I'll never forget, you know, the fight, the, the fight started, and I can't use the, the exact words that, that the, 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 uh, the slurs that were being hurled about by the crowd and things like that. But if you listen to the Howard Cosell uh, feed of the fight, the ABC feed, which was delayed feed, which ran a day later. You hear Leonard out there, the bell ring, ding! Leonard out the ring center, Duran there to meet him. And then you hear this guy say, hey, bleep, sit down! Anyway, the bottom line is, um, it was a great fight, and it was a fight that was sort of, just sort of like the tone was set in the second round when Duran had landed a left hook, and it buckled Ray Leonard. And Ray did all did everything but go down. His knees buckled. I mean, whoa, big-time buckle for Ray Leonard. The most he had ever been hurt, obviously, as a professional. I mean, he'd never been rocked like that, okay? So he goes back to the ropes, and Duran's on him like, you know, like a bad suit, man. It's all over him. I mean, seriously. And Duran's throwing body shots, head shots. Ray takes a decent amount of punishment, comes out in the third round. Duran switches things up, start landing or starts landing his right-hand lead, which he would land for the most of the evening. That was the telltale difference in the fight for Roberto Duran tonight, was he threw the right-hand lead, and he scored with it time and time and time again. He could range you. Ask Marvin Hagler. Roberto Duran was schooling Marvin Hagler for 12 rounds. I mean, here's a little old lightweight, you guys, a guy fighting at 135 pounds, fighting a big, badass, middleweight champ of the world, Marvin Hagler, the marvelous one, a guy that, you know, that avenged all the losses that he had had, those three losses, he came back and beat all those three guys. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear all that kind of stuff. Okay, Marvin, to me, wasn't the champion that everybody lays him out to be, and I'll tell you that, that's probably a story for another day. But we're talking Ray Leonard right now, of course. So Ray loses a 15-round decision. Duran goes to 72-1-1. Ray loses his very first fight. So they come back and they do a rematch. And I don't know if I told you the story of the rematch, but this is the way it was set up. They told Duran, you got six weeks, you got to fight uh, Ray Leonard in six weeks. We're going to wait a year and a half and fight somebody else. So Duran says, how much money? They said, eight and a half million bucks. Duran says, I'll make the wait in six weeks. He didn't make the wait in six weeks. He killed himself making the wait. He wasn't in good shape. He thought there'd be a third fight. Ray Leonard waited 10 years to give him a third fight. Of course, that was the no-moss fight. Talk about when Duran said, I had enough in the eighth round. But Duran wasn't losing or getting his butt whipped or anything like that. It was 68-66 on the cards, cards twice, and 67-66. So it was a real close fight. Uh, Leonard was ahead. But I'm telling you, the reason why Duran quit, and we've talked about this time and time again, was that, he was being frustrated. He was just being punked. He was not going to allow himself to be punked by Durant, by Leonard with the bolo punches in a 24-foot square ring. That's, a, that's akin to, like, fighting somebody in your backyard. I kid you not. That was the peak, I think, of Ray Charles Leonard. Coming back and beating Tommy Hearns, of course, 32-0 and 0 was Hearns in 1981. That was a great fight. Of course, my man, Davey Pearl, stopping that fight in the 14th round. And guess what? Hearns didn't say a word. No doubt about that. When you look at the rest of the career of, of uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, it's all downhill from then. Of course, it ended with two losses, one to Terry Norris. And the last one I televised, the Hector Macho Camacho back in 1997. It's funny that, you know, Camacho's gone. And I was thinking about Camacho. Let me tell you real quick. I got 30 seconds here. Yeah, I got 30 seconds. 
Guess what? Me and Camacho are in Puerto Rico. Camacho's doing cocaine. He doesn't want to go fight. So Harold Smith tells me, if you don't go to the arena, if you don't go back to the hotel and get Hector, none of us are getting paid, and your airline ticket home is not paid for. So you're stuck here in Puerto Rico unless you get him out of the building. So I went in there. He took a big, long snort of cocaine. <laughs> okay, I'm going. Let's go. And I took him to the arena, and he fought. Take that back. He, he didn't fight, but he showed up, and he, he had a battle with Jorge Vaca. I kid you not. So Hector Camacho cocaine, we made it happen. You're tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby. How are we running? You going to run the one more? <laughs> Five, yeah. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently, even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539 that's 800-598-0539 if you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Look at Timbo with the 
Going side kicks. He's got it all. Ray trying to line up his shot and weather the storm. He knows what it's like to have to weather an early storm. Look at this stuff. Who would have said it with the Jimbo on the back with Ray Mercer in his car? Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That is just a fact of life. You're doing Ring Talk live worldwide. When the man says this is the longest-running fight show in history, he kids you not. He's not. 34-plus years now, of course, live radio presence. Man, I can remember back in the days, 1984, doing 15-minute shows and thinking, that was like the end of the world. Anyway, speaking of the end of the world, some of you know that I do some private investigation consulting. I'm an ex-policeman here in San Francisco, an undercover cop, that kind of good stuff. So... I've got some talents, some, some skills that some people don't know about. Anyway, this week required myself to sit on a sidewalk here in San Francisco along with a homeless on a piece of cardboard. You know, the urine smell, that kind of good stuff. I'm talking about the good old San Francisco smell, baby. I kid you not. So I'm up on Eddy Street across from the, the law office of former San Francisco District Attorney Terrence Allen. He's no longer there, but that was his old law office on Eddy Street. Anyway, I'm watching this law office, and I got nowhere to sit but with the homeless. So, so I sort of blend in with them. You know, we sort of look like all those dark people. Anyway, so I'm sitting there on the sidewalk taking pictures, and, you know, my little camera, that kind of good stuff, listening to music. So I get up after an hour and a half. Man, it was cold in that car. Anyway, I get up, I leave. I got to come back the very next day. So I come back the very next day, and I sit back on the sidewalk, and this homeless lady that had seen me the day before, she comes up, she walks over to me from her piece of cardboard, and she says to me, Honey, you came back. And I just got up and sort of sauntered away from her, like freaking out, okay? So it's just a little crazy. Anyway, the world of private investigation can be a little crazy, no doubt about it. You never know what you're going to come in contact with in the city and county of San Francisco. I kid you not. Now, let's talk about the USC before I get, of course, to Bellator. I want to mention Bellator as well tonight, of course. This is talking about MMA now. And, you know, Nunes and Pennington went down last week. And I could play the interview with, with Amanda Nunes. But why she was so, I can't, this girl's like, She's in love with herself. That's the, be- <clears throat> That's the best thing I can say about Amanda Nunes, I mean, besides being the world bantamweight champion. I mean, Raquel Pennington, Raquel wanted to quit before the fourth round. She tried to tell her corner that and corner center out anyway. Shame on those guys. That's the way you get people hurt. That's the mentality of boxing and MMA, which is wrong. If a fighter's had enough, a fighter's had enough. Okay? This is not golf. You're going to get there and, oh, uh, you know, I want you to go shoot that 18th hole. I know you don't feel like we go shoot that. This is the same thing. Not even close. You're going to send a girl out for a five-minute MMA round where she's lost almost every round. She's been getting, getting her house uh, burned down by the, by the champion. I mean, you know, Amanda was beating her, hand down. But Amanda was supposed to beat her. I'm not talking about it was choreographed or it was a fixed fight or anything like that. But when you look at the two fighters, unless Amanda Nunes had all kinds of problems cutting weight, she would beat Raquel Pennington just almost every day of the week. Okay? This is no doubt about it. So Raquel Pennington stops in the... Stopped in the fifth round, 236 in. As I said, didn't want to come out for the fifth round. Tried to tell her corner. She says, I'm done. And they pushed her out anyway. You know, those guys aren't taking the punches. I wish those guys, I would love to kick those guys in the face. I kid you not. Why do I say that and say it so harshly? Because they're not, they're not cornermen. They're like, go do it, man. Go. Do. What kind of crap is that? What are you, a coach? Are you a cheerleader? Are you a trainer? What are you? You're a cheerleader if you're just going to put your fighter out there and get him or her hurt. That's just what they did last week. And thank goodness that young lady didn't hurt because I think she announced her retirement afterwards. But had she, had she gotten hurt, that corner, those corner, that corner would have had blood all over their hands. I kid you not. Anyway, Amanda Nunes, still the world bantamweight champion, still running from Chris Cyborg Santos, of course. They were talking about doing that fight at 145 in Brazil, and Amanda sort of <clears throat> ain't talking about it no more. No, you know why Cyborg would like, Cyborg would destroy her. 
Amanda's gay, Cyborg's not gay, but if they were both gay and they had this fight, um, there's no doubt Cyborg would be arrested afterwards for domestic violence. I kid you not. Of course, that'd be the super fight, 145. Talk about Chris Cyborg Santos, the world 145-pound featherweight champion. Cyborg, call it a monster. I call it a monstrous. I kid you not. Taking on Amanda Nunes, of course, the Battle of Brazil for the championship at 145. The co-feature last Saturday night, coming to you, as I said, from Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, the Janus Arena. Uh, Kelvin Gaslam defeated Ronaldo Souza, split decision across the board. Uh, the judges had it two rounds of one. Two judges went with Gaslam. One judge went with Souza. Tough loss for Souza. It's like he's almost 40 years old. Gaslam on a roll at middleweight, 185 pounds, no doubt about that. Mackenzie Dern weighed in 123 pounds for 116, take the back, 117-pound fight. So you weigh in at 123, and they let her fight. What kind of crap is that? Seven pounds over, and you were surprised she won? I mean, Amanda Cooper probably wasn't going to beat Mackenzie Durham, no matter what, okay, even if she was at her best and they were both, and they made her come down to weight and that kind of stuff. But seven pounds, seven pounds at 116, 117 pounds to 123 is like way, 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 way too much for an advantage. And I think the girl should be stripped, not stripped, but suspended. She has made failed to make weight now the third time. Of course, they're, they're, they're uh, lining her up to be the next Ronda Rousey type, the next female superstar from the USC. So they're really grooming her and they let anything happen. And basically, they're turning the other way when she commits all these MMA sins because not making weight is a sin. I kid you not. When those clowns didn't make weight with me, I have to make 139. You know, I'm eating ice cubes, Kool-Aid ice cubes. My mother used to make like, these fabulous Kool-Aid ice cubes, man. They, they were like, I lived on those for a couple of days. But anyway, here I am eating Kool-Aid ice cubes and, and, you know, brown, little brown rice and this and that, some vegetables. I mean, I'm just, and the guy doesn't come in, guy doesn't come in at weight. Guy doesn't come in at weight. But what, that's not cool, man. That's not cool at all. I remember shoving some dude all the way across the cow palace one time, and they weighed us in at the cow palace for a, for a, uh, a non-tournament fight, and the guy weighed in 144 pounds, and he was supposed to be at 139. So when he stepped on the, on the scale, and it went to 144, and I looked down, and like he was in his underwear already, I just shoved him off the scale. I was, I was pissed because I had trained seven weeks for that fight and got myself down to 138 and a quarter to make weight that morning, and this, you know what, I don't use that kind of word, okay, abuse things, thought he was going to come in heavy, and he figured, you know what, they'll let me fight him. That's what they do. That's what these people do. See, Amanda Cooper, uh, Mackenzie Durham knew that, that Amanda Cooper needed the money. She's a professional fighter. She doesn't fight. She doesn't get paid, okay? So she had to fight to get paid. She had to. She had to. There's no doubt about it. I mean, common, common basics. You got to work. You got to make money. You got to feed the kids, that kind of good stuff. Anyway, Amanda Cooper, Mackenzie Durham knew she was going to fight. Whether Dern had to give up 30% of her purse that went to her opponent or not is regardless. It, it is, I don't care. The fine's just not enough. Anyway, at the end of the day, not a big Mackenzie Dern fan. But you already knew that. Anyway, eh, grumble, grumble, grumble. USC, uh, USC, how can I put this? USC favorites getting, getting favorite passes. Leota Machida, the dragon, beat Vitor Belfort. Vitor Belfort got knocked out with a front kick, baby. Ba-boom! I mean, it was like two minutes, take that back, a minute in the round number two. But Vitor, the phenom, the, the drug guy, I'm talking about these, I can say it, man. He took steroids, performance, handsy drugs. Everybody knew it. All right, he finally got popped for it. But Machida the Dragon, God, he's long in the tooth as well. Both these guys are like 99 going on 105 as far as MMA is concerned. And they should seriously, I know Vitor says he's retired, but Miyota, Leota Machida should think about retiring as well. Speaking of retiring, John Lineker's not going to retire. He's back at Bantamweight. Knocked out Brian Keller with a one-punch knockout, baby. I'm talking, boom, knocked him out. Third round, 343, and those were the highlights of USC 230, 224, of course, coming to you live from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Now, the next USC event, as far as pay-per-views are concerned, and I'm not really into, you know, 
you've got to pick and choose when you're buying events as far as an MMA's fans, MMA fans concerned. Okay, this UFC 225, uh, Whitaker and Romero, of course, the rematch. I don't know. Do you want to spend 70 or 100 bucks to see a rematch of a fight that probably ended up the way the first one did? I mean, you know, Robert Whitaker, of course, and Yoel Romero. He beat Romero the first time, was close. Rafael Dos Santos, former lightweight champion, is on the card, fighting at welterweight. That means he's moving up from 155 to 170, taking on Colby Covington. Heavyweights Alistair Overeem, or we call him Overroyd, Overroyd, another guy that got caught with Linstone Vitamins, taking on the, the rising phenom, Curtis Blaze. Curtis Blaze is a big black dude, knocks people out, sort of a little bit more fluid than, uh, than the young man, of course, that came up so short against uh, Spit Miocic a couple, couple months ago, Francis Ngannou. Anyway, Blaze looks like he has more fluid, more athletic ability than uh, Mr. Nganu, but he doesn't punch as hard as Nganu. And the bottom line is, I think Curtis Blaze is going to knock out Ulster over him with that bad chin that Alistair's got. Anyway, speaking of bad chins, Andre Arlovsky, the former USC champion, is on the card taking on Ty Tuvesa. And CM Punk, he's back. CM Punk is back. I kid you not. The former pro wrestler from the WWE, of course, coming back in this card. And I guess that's what's going to drive people to maybe want to buy this. You know, there's some wrestling fans who want to buy this. June the 9th, coming to you live, of course, in the United Center of Chicago, Illinois. Um, you know, I don't know. Why would you want to tune in to watch one fight, <clears throat> especially when it's CM Punk? CM Punk got beat up so bad the last time. I felt sorry for him. I really did. I think, you know, I think the fact that I, he, he has a lot of guts and he really wants to fight and, and all that kind of good stuff, but, you know, you just ain't that good, man. Plus, you're like 39 going on 50. You know, and you're coming down to 170, 185, whatever. You, what are you going to weigh here? CM Punk, CM Punk's going to weigh 170 pounds for this. Good luck, baby. Good luck taking on Mike Jackson. Mike Jackson has no bio at the USC website. So what does that tell you? He's a hobo. I'm just kidding. Holly Holmes on the card, double H, a former world bantamweight champion. Of course, the lady that's, that, that knocked out, man, she's like destroyed Ronda Rousey. Man, Ronda went into that fight down there in Australia thinking her, her you know what, didn't sink. Well, guess what? Holly Holm lit her up like a White House Christmas tree. Anyway, Holly Holm in a... Uh, three-round featherweight, about 145, taking on Megan Anderson. The rest of the card, Ricardo Yamas, things like that. I don't know. It's a big, long card, but is it worth 70 bucks? I probably don't think so. So the next card worthy of buying as far as the UFC is concerned, I think, is the Stipe Miocic-Ganya Cormier fight. Of course, it's going to go down July the 7th. The world heavyweight champion, the baddest dude pound for pound in all of MMA. Yeah, he is. I'm talking about Stipe Miocic, baby. The guy that's been the underdog in every single one of his heavyweight fights. He's been, he's been, has always been an underdog. And not in this fight, I don't think, against Cormier. He won't be an underdog, of course. Cormier, no slouch as well. But Stephen Miocic, man, he beat, he beat Junior Dos Santos. He beat, I mean, you know, they, uh, they put everybody they put in front of him. He's got three defenses now, or, and that's sort of like the record as far as the USC is concerned. So if you, I'll go back to this, and we talked about this in the past many, many times. The fact that the USC doesn't offer you an opportunity to have a legacy because you've got death match after death match after death match. Stip Miocic was knocking these guys out in these death matches. He really hasn't been punished, per se. Of course, he got knocked, knocked around in that first round against Ngannou in his last fight. But outside of that, Stip Miocic looking pretty good as the world heavyweight champion. Now, he's taking on the former uh, Strikeforce Grand Prix heavyweight title holder. I'm talking about Danny Cormier, who fought a lot of his career above the 205-pound light heavyweight limit. But now he's coming back as a heavyweight. And although he's a great wrestler, but he's like 59 years old, going on 75. Talk about Cormier. He looks old. looks like a bus driver. Stipmiocic's going to beat him very hands down here, I think. If he doesn't decision him, he may stop him about the second or third round with boxing. Now, the code feature, the fight that you want to see. That's right, the fight that you want to see. No doubt about it, baby. I'm talking about Brian Ortega taking on Max Holloway for the World Featherweight Championship. Brian Ortega undefeated. The Mexican-American sensation. He talks to talk. He walks to walk. I am so thrilled with this guy. I think he's like... 
I think he's like Michael Jordan, Bruce Lee, and Muhammad Ali all thrown in one. Of course, Max Holloway is no bum, though. He's a world featherweight champion, 145. He comes to crack. He comes to dance. He's a real deal. This is a fight that uh, could be a bit of a toss-up. A lot of people think Ortega will win. A lot of people think Max will win. That's why it's a bit of a toss-up. Either way, it figures to be a good fight. I'm going with Ortega until he loses. And another, a guy I just mentioned, Francis Ngannou, heavyweight fight, of course, taking on Derek Lewis. Francis Ngannou trying to come back after that five-round loss to Stip Miocic where he got gassed after the first round. <laughs> guy looked like an asthmatic in between rounds. I mean, they should have gave him, like, oxygen or something like that. Or maybe gave him, like, one of those inhalers. <laughs> because once he got, you know, all that, 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 that acid built up in his body and his muscles and those heavy muscles, couldn't do anything. He just couldn't, the lactic acid, once it built up, he couldn't do anything. He couldn't throw. I mean, you, mm, mm, he was trying, and his mind was telling him to do things, but his body wouldn't do it. Why? Because he's not a natural. I kid you not. Francis Ngannou is a great athlete, not a natural. A guy, of course, that started off in boxing, now in the world of MMA. A whole lot different, man. And when he trained for that fight against Miocic, all he did was stand up. All he trained was stand up. And, you know, Steve Miocic, although he's a stand-up fighter, and a former, world, uh, former uh, Golden Glove champion, Okay, in, in Cleveland, Ohio. I think uh, the Ohio State champion as well. But, uh, you know, Francis Nagano, <clears throat> just, it, it, he doesn't have any ground skills at all. Absolutely none. Taking on Derek Lewis, good luck with that one. Lewis may turn that one around if he doesn't get knocked out early. That's the key with Francis Nagano is surviving early because if you survive early, guess what? I think you've got a good night for you in front of you. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. Of course, we come to you each and every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour right here on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Network. Of course, the Sunday edition, two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time, 8 o'clock in the 50th state, Honolulu, Hawaii. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little Melon Camp to the break. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. 
you only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. For sure somebody go down and they're going to be Holly. The very attractive Chris Cyborg Santos, not world featherweight champion, 145 pounds, UFC champion, no doubt about that. She is the real deal. She should fight men. Hey, let's talk about the MMA schedule, of course, for a Bellator MMA. Talk about, man, upsets. How about, not upsets, but quick endings. Uh, April 28th, Fedor knocks out Frank Mir in one round. May the 12th, Bader knocks out King Mo in one round. Of course, May 25th, Mirko Krokop taking on big country Roy Nelson, so you know, that's on Spike TV, so that's, they got it going on. I sort of like the fact that the Bellator at least is throwing these names, and they got names fighting one another. Of course, they should be like five-round fights as far as the main event's concerned, but I guess Bellator, Bellator doesn't feel like they want to put wrap five rounds into a TV two-hour block. I don't know what the story is on that, but they have three-round main events when they should be five rounds. And my book, anyway, Bellator rocking and rolling, no doubt about that, coming back on the 25th of Krokop. Mirko Krokop, of course, he was another guy that, that fought in a ring in a pride championship, of course, in Japan and Asia, he fought in the ring. And then when he came over to the USC, what did he do? He fought in a cage. He fought in a cage, right? But he trained in a ring. It's sort of like training for running and then being a swimmer. It's not cross-training. You don't do that. If you're going to fight somebody in a cage, you train for them in a cage, but not Mirko Krokop, and that's why his USC contract went bye-bye. Speaking of tonight, don't forget tonight, as far as the world of television is going, boxing is hot and happening on Showtime. YouTube's going to go at 2 p.m. Pacific time. That's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Of course, Lee Selby and Josh Washington in a 126-pound fight. Of course, Showtime going tonight. Adonis Stevenson and Badu Jack for the 175-pound championship of the USC with Gary Russell Jr. as well and Jojo Diaz. That's 10 p.m. in the East, 7 o'clock in the West. We'll talk about Showtime Championship Boxing for Saturday, May 19, 2018. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing MMA. Don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide here on Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Both Saturday and Sunday shows are live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. 